Welcome to r slash Entitled Parents, where an entitled mother almost kills her own child. Our next Reddit post is from Oral. Once a week, usually, I'll stop by the local coffee shop to pick up a drink and a donut on my way to work. I make my own most days, but this is my treat day. The one near my work is right off a major highway, so it's always busy, and with the COVID restrictions, most times I end up waiting outside because of the lineup. Today was no different. There were about 10 people in line, and I got in line behind an entitled mother. She got in line just before I did, but I could hear her already start as soon as she got there. Oh my god, this place is so slow. Why do I have to wait outside? I have my headphones on, so even though I can hear her complaining, I can easily ignore her. It took a good 5-10 to minutes until we were even in the store, and she was complaining the whole time. My kids are in the car getting cold. Why do they have only one person on the counter and five on drive-thru? I don't have time for this. I've put in my two years working at a coffee shop, so I understand that things can get busy. And yeah, they should probably put more people on the counter, but what are they going to do, grow a new person in the back? They only have so many people working. When we finally got inside, we could see the girl at the counter running around as fast as she could. She definitely wasn't lollygagging or anything. But still, the entitled mother loudly kept complaining. There was no way the worker girl didn't hear her. After another five minutes, it was the entitled mother's turn to order. She started with, ugh, finally. Then she ordered a drink and a couple of sandwiches. It came to $9.90 altogether. The entitled mother gave the girl a $10 bill and then stuck her hand out for the change. I want my 10 cents back, please. You don't deserve it. The girl just laughed, gave her her change, then made her coffee. She took it without even a thank you and then went to the sandwich area to wait for her sandwich. I ordered my coffee and a donut and it came out to about three bucks. But as luck would have it, I earned my free coffee today, so it was only one dollar. Normally, I don't carry much cash and I'll pay with my debit, so I'll throw them a quarter or two if I have it. But today, I happen to have five bucks in my wallet, so I handed it to her. But when she tried to give me the four dollars change, I, loudly enough so the entitled mother could hear, said, No thanks, you work hard. You keep it. The girl smiled and said thanks. The entitled mother looked over at me like she had just smelled a fart or something. When I opened the bag at work, there was a second donut in the bag. A donut's never tasted so good. Hopefully the entitled mother learned something. She got her dime, but I got the extra donuts. It is a universal truth across all cultures, all people, all races, all genders, all creeds, all ethnicities, that the tastiest food is free food. Like, I don't know what it is, but if I go to a store and I buy a donut, my excitement level is like, you know, donut. But if someone says, hey, I brought free donuts, my excitement level goes through the effing roof. It's like giving a puppy a treat or telling a boy, a young boy, that Spider-Man has come to visit. Our next Reddit post is from Winter Glory. I work in an ice cream parlor in a tourist zone of my town. Weekends are an absolute nightmare for us because of the sheer amount of people coming in. On one special and magical day, an entitled mother comes in with three kids. There was nothing about her that could have warned me that she was a Karen. Two of her kids looked not much older than five, and the other one couldn't have been older than three. The kids were, as expected, attracted to our most colorful choices of ice cream. 
the older kids ask for two scoops, and I know for a fact that two scoops is too much for them since our serving sizes are absolutely huge. So I tell the mom that I'll make one scoop, and then she can see whether or not she wants to pay for two. She insisted that I do whatever her kids want, so I obliged. I don't care if you pay seven bucks on a cone that your kid won't even eat half of. The real problem came when the youngest kid, a cute little girl, wanted the blue ice cream, which was bubblegum flavored. I warned the entitled mother that the bubblegum ice cream contains full-size bubblegum and there's a risk of choking for small kids. She responded something along the lines of, Oh, it's okay. She's old enough. And anyway, there's no warning, so I'm sure you're just exaggerating. I show her one of the pieces of bubblegum. Then just don't put any in her ice cream. It's impossible. They're already in the ice cream. And I can't guarantee that there won't be any in the scoops that I give her. I don't care. Just give her what she wants or I'll make a complaint. My manager is the sweetest boss I've ever had, and she always backs up her employees when a client acts entitled. So that wasn't much of a threat. But I still gave her the ice cream because I was only two hours into my shift and I had eight more hours coming. And I just didn't want any drama this early. As soon as the little girl got her ice cream, she went on to join her brothers who were on the other side of the shop, all eating their ice cream. When it was time to pay, the entitled mother started arguing about the prices. Keep in mind that I had warned her about the price of her son's cones earlier. But I guess she wasn't interested in the advice of a low-life ice cream parlor employee. Impossible! Four ice creams can't be worth that much! You're trying to scam me! I'm sorry, ma'am, but those are our prices. The prices on the boards behind me do not include the taxes. I don't care about the taxes. How can four ice cream be worth $26? Well, your sons both took two scoops of ice cream, which is six bucks each. Plus, they took waffle cones, which are one dollar each. So you're already at 14 bucks. You took two scoops on a sugar cone, so that's $6.75 more. Plus, your daughter had one scoop for $4.25 plus extra candies for one buck, so that's $26. This is ridiculous. Who charges for the waffle cone anyway? Those regular cones are disgusting. No one wants them. The cone should be free. I'm sorry, ma'am, but I don't do the prices. This is what it is, so will you pay cash or card? I was harsh enough in my tone that she understood that she would not win this argument with me. She took out a card and pouted. I'll pay Visa. While she was taking her sweet time, I just happened to take a look around the line of customers waiting, and something caught my eyes, and my heart sank. The little girl was as blue as her ice cream, and her brother was frantically slapping her in the back, trying to help her. I flew over the counter and pushed oblivious people aside to reach the poor girl. I bent down and told her that I was going to try to help. I will never forget the look in her eyes. She was desperate. I immediately started the Heimlich procedure. I looked my coworker dead in the eyes and yelled, Go call an ambulance. I shouted for someone to get my manager, and as I was still trying to save the little girl, I started to panic because she still wasn't breathing. Then the entitled mother came up to me and started yelling at me. I was too focused on my task to hear her, but my coworker said that she was yelling that I was hurting her daughter. She even tried to stop me, but a customer who knew what I was doing stopped her. My manager finally arrived and jumped on her knees next to me. She asked me to hand over the little girl. I did. The little girl was as limp as a rag doll by that time. 
My manager jammed a finger into the little girl's mouth and successfully dislodged the freaking bubble gum out of the little girl's throat. The little girl coughed and gasped, but she wasn't responsive. She was breathing, but her eyes were half closed. And she wasn't crying like a three-year-old should cry after such a traumatic event. The entitled mother just stood there yelling at us, not once trying to reach out and hug her own daughter. My manager held the little girl and tried to communicate with her. What did you do to my baby girl? She was choking. Liar, she's a big girl now. She knows how to eat. You just assaulted her. I was doing the Heimlich procedure, you moron. The entitled mother was shocked by my extreme anger and took a step back. I guess my yelling got the attention of the dad who was waiting outside because he suddenly appeared out of nowhere asking what was going on. The entitled mother walked behind him and said, This girl assaulted our daughter and now she's trying to attack me. What? Where's our little girl? I pointed to his daughter and said, She's over there. She was choking on bubblegum and I tried to help. The dad was apparently a way better parent than the entitled mother because he rushed to his daughter and held her in his arms. The paramedic arrived and examined her. Her brain was without oxygen for who knows how long. While the paramedic was working on her, the cops also arrived. Apparently, the entitled mother had called them during the panic. The entitled mother tried to convince them that I assaulted the little girl, but every customer present at the scene, along with employees and the camera, were there to back me up. Then, she changed her story and claimed that I purposely gave little girl a dangerous ice cream without warning her. But, again, I had video proof that I showed her the bubblegum. The dad was livid at the entitled mother. He yelled at her that this was all her fault, that she was always like this, and that this time she went too far. You almost killed her. Would it kill you to care about them for once? The entitled mother started crying, saying that it wasn't her fault, that I was the one who hurt the little girl. Dad got in the ambulance with the little girl, and the entitled mother got a fine for calling the police under false claims. She left with her two sons looking down. I think she had realized what finally happened because she was pale as a ghost. Okay, so I actually read this story before and I found it a little like suspicious. It's a little bit dramatic. I'm not sure if it's real, but now that I'm a new father, yes, I can confirm. Little kids will choke on anything for any reason at any time. You know, like I always thought that something as simple and important as eating would be so like instinctive in your brain that everyone would know how to do it, even babies. But apparently, no. Swallowing food is like a learned behavior. My baby, who only has two teeth at the moment, so keep in mind that like chewing is kind of irrelevant because she basically just eats mush at this point. And she'll have really soft food like pancakes or boiled broccoli, things like that that can easily break down in her mouth. And she'll put it in her mouth and she'll chew it with her gums and then just leave it in her mouth for like four minutes. Then inevitably, some of the food will start to slowly like make its way to the back of her tongue and she'll start gagging and vomiting because the food is at the back of her mouth. But she's a baby, so she doesn't know to either just swallow the food or spit it out. So instead, she just sits there gagging and crying and puking all over herself. So, yes, this is how kids eat. I've learned from firsthand experience that who knew swallowing is an important, developed, learned life skill, and it's not innate at all. And if you really want to see a chilling photo, there's this photo online called something like peanut lodged in a child's trachea. So I'm going to throw it up on the screen now. And you can see just how bad choking on food can really be. 
And if you're like listening to this video or if you're on my podcast, then whip out your phone, type in peanut and child's trachea and go to Google image search and you'll see what I'm talking about. Today's episode is sponsored by Sunbasket. Because of COVID, I literally haven't gone to the grocery store in like two years. Obviously because I don't want COVID to kill me, but also because I do voice work. So I don't think my fans would really enjoy my content if I catch COVID and I have to record episodes like, Welcome to r slash pro revenge. That's why I love, love, love services like Sunbasket. Sunbasket is a meal delivery service that delivers healthy meals straight to your door. They offer organic produce, sustainable seafoods and meats, and best of all, it's honestly really tasty. The other thing I like about it is that they don't only send you meals to cook. Like, yeah, you'll have ingredients and instructions for how to cook a healthy meal, but they also give you snacks, and who doesn't like snacks? Look, I'm just going to read the names of some of these dishes so you can get an idea of what we're talking about. Pan-seared salmon tikka masala over rainbow quinoa. Honey balsamic glazed chicken with warm cabbage apple salad. Chipotle barbecue tofu salad with black beans and honey mustard vinaigrette. Right now, Sunbasket is offering $90 off and a free gift when you order. Go to sunbasket.com slash r slash and enter the promo code r slash at checkout. Our next Reddit post is from For Daily Use Only. I've got to get this off my chest. I just got off the phone 15 minutes ago with my mom. I begged her begged her to let me stay at her house tomorrow night and the next because the temperature here is about to plunge to negative 5 degrees Fahrenheit. I live in a warmer part of the U.S. and temperatures never get that low with last year's Arctic blast being the exception. The issue about where I'm staying is that I have no heat except for one small space heater. I'd happily stay in a hotel, but I literally can't afford one due to not being able to work due to a pretty serious injury. She was awful while I was initially recovering, but that's another story. The reason that she won't let me stay is that my golden retriever sheds. He's the friendliest dog ever, trained and housebroken. Her only issue is the shedding. And no, she doesn't have allergies. I'm just broken and horrified that she'd be okay with my dog and myself risking death by hypothermia because of dog hair. Which I've cleaned up every single time I brought him over to her house. Every. Single. Time. I just feel sad, sick, and scared. OP, I'm really sorry that your mother is such a tool, but I completely understand the sacrifices that we make for our dogs. So, in my household, I really like the dog being able to sleep on the bed at nighttime. I just, I'm kind of a cuddler, to be honest, so having the dog cuddle up close to me makes me feel good. Also, my wife likes to sleep with, like, a leg pillow, and the leg pillow and the dog obviously take up a lot of space on the bed. So unfortunately, there's not really enough room for me, plus her, plus the dog, plus the leg pillow. So I've asked her if she'd be willing to not sleep with the leg pillow. But she's like, well, would you be willing to not sleep with the dog? And I always say no. And so she says, well, then I don't want to stop sleeping with the leg pillow, which is totally, totally fair. The problem is her and the leg pillow take up half the bed, which leaves exactly half the bed for me and Hugo. And Hugo, because he likes to lay, like, person-wise, he likes to lay with his head towards the pillow and his feet and butt towards the foot of the bed, he takes up roughly one quarter of the bed, which leaves me with (laughs) approximately 25% of the narrow side sliver of the bed. And also because Hugo will roll around in his sleep, that will bunch up the covers and also take up more space. So often, when I wake up in the morning, 
I have maybe like one fifth of the bed, maybe one sixth of the bed that I'm laying on. And I'm only half covered up by covers because Hugo has bunched up the covers underneath of him. And I'm cold and freezing and my skin is cold. But, you know, these are the sacrifices that we make for our beloved pooches. Because the alternative is he doesn't sleep on the bed and I get to cuddle with Hugo. I mean, sure, being cold because you don't have blankets in the morning isn't exactly the same thing as freezing to death because of your dog, but still OP. I get it. Our next Reddit post is from Local Librarian. As you can guess from my Reddit name, I used to work in a library. One afternoon, we had a woman come in and approach the desk, looking somewhat frazzled. She asked if we'd seen her babies, who she'd left there a couple of hours previously. None of us had seen them, so we said so. Of course, this set her off. How could you be so careless when you knew that there were kids here? Why wasn't someone keeping an eye on them? Etc, etc. The noise drew the manager from her office, and she told the woman that the sign out front says library, not daycare. So, of course, this woman goes and calls the police on us for neglecting the kids that she left there. Once the police arrive and start trying to figure things out, they call the woman's house. Turns out her babies were 14 and 16 years old. They'd gotten tired of waiting for their mom to come pick them up and decided to walk home. I can't remember what happened from there, but I also don't remember ever seeing her again. That was our slash Entitled Parents, and if you like this content, be sure to follow my podcast because I put out new Reddit podcast episodes every single day.